insurrection, sedition, and the impeachment of Donald J. Trump. That's what we're talking about on this episode of the Driving with Rob podcast. As I said before in the previous podcast, and it's been a while since I've since I've done another episode, I've just been crazy busy. But anyway, as I said in the previous episode, I don't like talking politics on the podcast. There are people who get paid to talk about politics. I'm not one of those people. But I am so disappointed in what is loosely referred to as the free press in not calling out how ridiculous it is that they're trying to impeach a president who's no longer president. Why don't you go back and impeach Richard Nixon? Makes just as much sense. Oh, it is so ridiculous, it drives me crazy. But I want to tell you up front, I know that if you are one of my Democrat friends, you are probably going to be triggered by what I'm about to say. I don't want to trigger you, but I do wish you would open your eyes and look and see what's actually going on. Just to throw a bone to my Democrat friends, let me say up front, I don't like Donald Trump. I've never liked Donald Trump. I didn't watch The Apprentice because I didn't like Donald Trump. Every time I see him on TV, I think he's an obnoxious jerk. And he still is. But I think that he did a lot for the country because he wasn't a politician. That's why I liked him. And that's why I voted for him. Because I think we need more non-politicians in Washington. I think we need more people that are working for the people instead of working for their own re-election campaigns. But anyway, having said all that, I know that if you are a Democrat friend of mine, you are going to be triggered. I don't want to trigger you. I just want you to listen. January 6th, the news media has referred to it as riots, deadly terrorist attack, every derogatory thing you could possibly think of. That's what the news media is calling this event, this thing that happened on January 6th at the Capitol. I'm going to say something right now that is going to trigger you. It was not an insurrection. If you've got all your huffing and puffing and cussing over with, I'll give you a couple of minutes. It was not an insurrection. It never was. It was never intended to be. There was no insurrection. There was a protest that got out of hand. There were some crazy fringe elements that took it too far. But it was a protest. It was not an insurrection. Let me tell you why. An insurrection is what happened to all the crown heads of Europe about 150 or so years ago. An insurrection is where a mob of people try to overthrow the government. That is an insurrection. It happens in third world countries all the time. That's an insurrection, an overthrow of the government. This was not an overthrow of the government. It was not an attempted overthrow of the government. It was a protest 
against what the Trump supporters believed was voting irregularities and potential voter fraud. They were there to protest. They weren't there to take over the government. Even the people who went into the Capitol building itself were not trying to take over the government. There was no insurrection. What they were saying was, we believe there was voter fraud, we believe this was a stolen election, and we are here to protest confirmation of the electoral votes because we believe that there was voter fraud. Well, of course there was voter fraud. You knew there was going to be voter fraud. It was almost like the Democrat Party was pushing the envelope to see how far they could go before somebody called them on it. Well, there was no will in, in Congress or in the Senate, because like I said on the previous episode, the firmly entrenched 20-, 30-year term Republicans didn't like Trump either. Because Trump was shaking things up. Trump wasn't playing by the rules. Trump wasn't cutting deals with the Democrats. He wasn't cutting deals with the Republicans either. He went in as a businessman, as a non-politician, completely unconcerned with whether his decisions would help him get re-elected. He was doing what he thought was right and in the best interest of the American people. And see, that's a new concept in Washington, D.C. Because for decades, every decision they made, every photo op, every press conference was intended to convince the constituency that they were working in their best interest and they need to be reelected. See, Trump wasn't like that, so the Republicans didn't like him either. So, the firmly entrenched Republican political machine didn't really try all that hard to protect their Republican president because they didn't like him either. Well, you know there was voter fraud. I know there was voter fraud. When they came out and said, we're going to let people vote two weeks early, we are really going to push hard for internet voting. We're going to encourage everybody because of the COVID lockdown. Encourage everybody to stay away from the polls and to mail in their votes. And you can almost see the, the people at the polling places. Did you count all these mail-in votes? Did you count all these electronic votes? You can almost see them wink and say, yeah, I counted them. But when the half-hearted investigation started into voter fraud, the line that you heard that was really, really underplayed by the national news media is, yeah, we found fraud, but we didn't find enough fraud to warrant further investigation. See, I'm a firm believer in you find what you're looking for. And I don't think they were looking. They didn't find evidence of voter fraud because they didn't want to find evidence of voter fraud. They were actually looking for voter fraud. What they were looking for was reasons to say there was no voter fraud. They didn't find voter fraud because they didn't want to find voter fraud. They wanted to find reasons to say there was no voter fraud. So in the absence of a will to look on the part of our representatives, the people that felt like they weren't being represented, 
went to Washington and protested. Because they knew there was voter fraud. Of course there was voter fraud. There's always voter fraud. The question is, was there enough voter fraud in the 2020 presidential election to overturn the preliminary results? Well, the senators and congressmen didn't really look terribly hard. Because, again, they didn't like Trump either. They were ready to see him go. They would rather deal with a guy who was in the Senate for decades, a guy whose lists of accomplishments could fit on a post-it note, but he knows how to play the game. He's one of us, they said. We like him better than Donald Trump because at least Joe Biden is one of us. Yeah, he might be a Democrat, but he knows the rules of the game. He knows how to play it. So we're not going to fight the election of Joe Biden all that hard. So since nobody else was going to fight for him, the Trump supporters went to Washington to protest on his behalf. Now, like I say, there was no insurrection. They weren't trying to take over the government. They went into the Capitol building, but not to overthrow the government. So, if there was no insurrection, then there was no sedition. And sedition is a fancy term that means to incite a riot. To incite an insurrection. Now, everybody in the news media says, when Donald Trump said, we have to fight like hell, that was inciting an insurrection. When the civil rights movement said they had to fight for their rights, that wasn't an insurrection. You on your job being treated unfairly or being discriminated against at your place of business when you fight for your rights, that doesn't mean that you're going to try to take over the company. And everybody knows that. That just means you're going to stand up for your rights. You're going to make sure that your voice is heard. It doesn't mean that you're going to try to take over. When Donald Trump says you need to go out and fight for your rights, he wasn't inciting a riot, but this is what the Democrats are using as their reason to impeach a president the second time even after he's out of office. Now, even as a Democrat, if I haven't lost you already, if you're a Democrat and you're still listening, do you not think that it's ridiculous for Pelosi and Schumer to push to impeach a president who's no longer in office? Can you not see how ridiculous that is? It's completely stupid. And so completely political. Let me tell you why they're wanting to impeach him. Well, number one, let's talk about impeachment. The reason for impeachment. You impeach a president to prove that he broke the law, that he did something wrong. Well, once you have the impeachment, then you can go back and take a vote to say, okay, he's already been impeached. Now we have to vote as to whether or not to remove him from office. That's the reason for impeachment, to give you a reason, to give you an excuse, to give you an argument to remove a president from office. Well, he's already out of office. So what's the point of impeachment? 
They are so afraid that he's going to run for president again in 2024 that if they can do an impeachment after he's already out of office, then under the Constitution, he will not be able to run for president again. They are so afraid that they can't beat him twice, that they are pushing this impeachment, no matter how ridiculous it is, no matter how stupid it sounds, what a waste of time it is. They are pushing this impeachment because they are scared to death that he's going to run again. Because they believe, they believe, the Biden supporters believe, the Democrats believe, that after four years of Biden, and I don't think it will be four years of Biden, I think it's going to be more like two years of Biden and then two years of Kamala Harris. But they believe that we're going to be in such a mess by 2024 that the Republicans could run an axe murderer in 2024 and they'd win. They're so afraid that Trump is going to try to run for president again. And this time, win. I think he won last time, personally, but that's just me. If Biden won in a free election, you can stand on a soapbox and say, the people have spoken, and they want Joe Biden. If you really believe that, why are you afraid of a rematch? It's like the second time Ali met Frazier. What are you afraid of, Joe? Are you afraid to face me again, Joe? They know Joe Biden didn't win the first time. But they cheated and lied and stole and made it look like he did. And they're afraid they can't do that twice. I believe that they're afraid that the country is going to be in such a mess after four years that maybe in 2020... They could fudge some numbers and cheat a little here, cheat a little there, and get a couple million votes. But in 2024, when there's a resounding vote against Biden, I think they know they can't cheat 20 million. They can't cheat 10 million. They can pull a million or two from here and there. But they're never going to be able to make up the numbers that he's going to lose by in 2024. And they're afraid Trump's going to try to run again. See, Joe Biden didn't win in a landslide. It wasn't a decisive victory. And all over the country, just like it was in 2016, when you look at who voted Republican and who voted Democrat, the big cities went Democrat. Everybody else went Republican. So already, those of us who live out in the country, who live in rural areas, are saying to ourselves, I don't know anybody who voted for Biden, who wanted to vote for Biden. For every hundred people that I know who are voting for Trump, there might be one or two who say they're voting for Biden. Where did this overwhelming support come from? Well, and then you go into the the big cities, the, the Democrat strongholds like New York City that has a long and respected history of voter fraud. Cities like Chicago and Providence where everybody knows that the mob is going to decide who wins. And by mob, I don't mean a large group of people. 
organized crime is going to decide who wins. You ask anybody in Chicago, anybody in Providence, Rhode Island, they're going to tell you that. The mob bosses, the organized crime leaders, decide who gets elected in their town. It's been going on for over 100 years. But the very, very liberal strongholds feel the same way about Biden that we do about Trump. They feel about the Democrat candidate the way we feel about Trump. How could anybody in their right mind vote Republican ever? And I really believe that the majority of the country is somewhere in the middle between the extreme right and the extreme left. But the middle believes in decency and respect and fair play and charity and doing what's best for the community. I think that's the middle of the road is where most people are. But unfortunately, politics has kind of deteriorated to where it's the extreme left making decisions for the Democrats, while the extreme right is making decisions for the Republicans. And no matter how much they tried to paint him this way, Donald Trump was never the extreme right. But the news media painted him as extreme right to give the middle a reason to hate him. But anyway, to summarize, this is my belief. Number one, of course it was a stolen election. Number two, there was no insurrection because they never tried to take over the government. That was never their intent. And it wasn't a failed attempt to take over the government. I believe without an insurrection, you cannot charge the former president with inciting an insurrection. And the big legal term for that is sedition. You cannot charge him with that because it never happened. And lastly, I hope, I hope that the Democrats with common sense can see this impeachment trial for what it is. If you're a Democrat and you hate Donald Trump, I mean, nobody, you never hear anybody say they love Joe Biden. They just hate Donald Trump. And they would have voted for anybody else because they hated Trump that much. They would have voted for anybody else. But even the Trump haters, I hope that you can see that this is a purely political, self-serving move on the Democrat leadership in Washington to try to ensure that Donald Trump can never run for president again. And if Joe Biden won in a fair election, why are you afraid to let Trump run again? And that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. That's two political podcast episodes in a row. I really am going to try to talk about something other than politics, but the impeachment trial is going on today as I record this. So I had to comment on it because I think it's ridiculous. It's a complete waste of time. Should have never happened in the first place. But that's just my opinion. But thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. If you're not a subscriber, please click on subscribe. Click on follow. And you'll never miss an episode. You'll get a notification every time I upload a new episode. All right. Thanks again. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye now.